The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. Welcome to Fright Night. Welcome to Fright Night. My name is John O'Neill, and I'm here with my partners in crime, Dave the Wave. What's up? Mikey O. Hey, hey. You know what, guys? There's something about being near the water, whether it's a lake or a pond or an ocean. It just makes me feel a little more relaxed. But as much as I like the water, I'm not quite sure I could live on an island. So speaking of islands, such is the setting in tonight's feature, Tormented, which takes place on a little island just off the coast of Cape Cod. So from the get-go, do you guys recall any creepy island movies that come to mind? Oh, oh, I know, I know. Jaws. <laughs> it's kind of obvious, isn't it? Well, it's an island. it is, oh, but... I, I, Jaws, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Shutter Island. That's creepy. And an island. Jaws the Revenge, too, took place in the Bahamas. Oh. But you know what? It's only an island, guys, if you look at it from the water. Oh, ah, well done. <laughs> well done, Chief Brody. And if you dig deep, Jurassic Park is an island movie as well. Uh-huh. No way. Yes, they, way. they had to is. take that fancy helicopter to get there. I remember that. One of my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movies, mm. The Birds took place on a rather creepy island as well. That movie was a sort of real the... island or a fictional island? A fictional island. Oh. Somewhere out on the coast of uh, California, I think. No, okay. it's for the birds. <laughs> One of my favorite Gary Larson uh, cart. Remember Gary Larson, Far Side, Single Far Cell, side. Single Love, Side yeah. cartoons. Far there, side. Yeah. there was one based on the birds, and it was just a bunch of birds sitting around talking to each other and saying, hey, guys, I got an idea. You ever seen that movie, The Birds? Like, like, like they're scheming, awesome. they're going to attack all the humans. You know, soon, this will definitely be one of the films... Thank you. That was a little late. This will definitely be one of the films that will come up on a future Fright Night podcast. But the movie The Killer Shrews took place on an island. Okay. Crickets, I prefer- so nobody heard, remembers Shrews? the Killer Shrews. Killer Shrews, they're, they're almost like rats. And I think they have to eat twice their body weight every hour to... To, to stay alive. I prefer the sequel, The Taming of the Shrews. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's more yeah, cultured, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Exactly. I don't think that was a horror movie, but yeah, no. that was a classic. Yeah, yeah sure. Hmm. <clears throat> so that is the island fair. Uh, I bring that up just to sort of sort of set, set the tone for Tormented, which takes place, again, on an island. Uh, the feature was released in 1960 and was directed by Burt Gordon, who was affectionately known as Mr. Big. Damn, that was one of my trivia questions you anticipated. Uh, well, <laughs> Why did they call him Mr. Big? Apparently there were actually two reasons. Dave, it's a great question yeah. you asked that. Partly because his initials, Bert Ira Gordon, mm. but mostly because of the many horror and sci-fi films that he created that had giant monsters in them. Movies like The Amazing Colossal Man, Village of the Giants. Awesome. Food of the Gods. My favorite. Just giant monsters. 
Mm. Uh, that, that last one wasn't a real movie, but giant, <laughs> just just giant monsters. Still my favorite. You got us. <laughs> and, and if you happen to be listening to the radio back in 1960, the trailers had some great taglines. A few of them were, The Wedding of the Living and the Dead. Her lips, cold as a tomb, her what? caress. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, John, I'm going to leave you alone now. Tell us the tagline. Her lips, cold as a tomb, her caress, a naked chill. Another one was tormented by the she-ghost of Haunted Island. Again, you got to put yourself back in the year, guys. Again, it was 1960. Yeah. This was... She-ghost. This was... These were great catchphrases. And the last one, I remember, sure. was a terrifying story. Of supernatural passion. Ooh. That's what she said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, at its roots, at, at, its, at its core, Tormented is really another one of those love gone bad films. Um, so, you know, it's basically the girlfriend or the boyfriend from hell torments the, uh, the person that has broken up with them. I need your dog. No one will ever love you more than I do. Sorry, I'm sorry for everything. I still have your letter. So, guys, can you think back and, and come up with some movies that really scream Love Gone Bad? Yeah. And I don't but, and, and I don't mean fatal attraction. That's 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 obviously. what I was gonna yeah, say. That's obvious. Well, well I mean, but, okay. Um, well, there's the one, Mikey. What was the one with Ben Affleck? Um, you know which one I'm talking about. Just recently, and his wife. I'm again. No, <laughs> love story. <laughs> no, do you know which one I mean? His his wife turns out to have kind of a double life kind of thing, yeah. and ba- gone baby or baby. Yeah. Baby. Gone? No, really? not Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby not Gone. Gone. He directed Gone uh, Baby Gone. Right, right. Gone Girl. Gone, gone girl. girl. Gone Girl. Yeah. But is that a Love Gone Bad, though? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. She turns out to be Real a total bad. bitch oh, and, and okay. reven- vengeful Psycho. against him. Yeah. The first one I can't thought of was Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts. I thought oh, that that's was, a good one. Yeah. That, yes. That guy yes. just wouldn't let her go. Single white female, except that's sort of female on female cruelty. Um, <laughs> Different genre. Right. Love yeah. Gone Bad, Girl on Girl. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I always thought it would be great to have a party and just show blank from hell movies. So it would be, you know, the tenant from hell, which would be Pacific Heights. Yes. Which would be the cop from hell, which would be unlawful entry or internal affairs. The roommate from hell, which would be what Dave alluded to, a single white female. That's a great, we should do a whole show on that. So, okay, marriage from hell. Marriage from Hell. What movie is that? Uh, War of the Roses. There you go. There oh, you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, travel, traveling, uh, uh, the travel day from Hell or travel? Oh, day or travel days. from Hell. Did you ever see? Uh, I'm thinking of the Kurt Russell uh, breakdown. That's uh, a travel movie uh, from Hell. No, no. vacation. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, right. yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, I was thinking it's a comedy, yeah. but uh, right. True. How about traveling home for the holidays from Hell? Traffic, you're going home for the holidays. Okay. You don't mean home from the holidays with Holly Hunter? No, no the no. trip home is pure hell because it takes them because they have to take different modes of transportation. Oh my goodness, PTA. One of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. a traveling companion from hell. There you go. Better. Much better. There you go. Yeah. So let me set the tone, gentlemen, for Tormented. Came out in 1960. On an island community, jazz musician Tom Stewart 
is preparing to marry the woman he loves. But his plans are threatened when an old girlfriend, Vi, that's V-I, shows up unexpectedly, and during a confrontation at the top of the island's lighthouse, the railing breaks and Vi falls. Tom has a chance. Does she really fall? Well, Tom has a chance to save her, Mm. but he doesn't. Can we talk? Can we talk about that? Yeah, I want to break that down. Yeah, yeah. So she she falls, and then she holds on to the rail. Right, right. This girl is into CrossFit or something because she holds on with (laughs) one hand and then reaches out just very casually with the other. I can't hold myself up with my with one hand for more than five seconds. Yeah. Well, she's. I think she's in great shape. And yeah, actually, I think so too. we talked about this earlier. The the young lady that he chooses to marry, I don't know what he was thinking because Vi. There she, oh, is, there she is right there. There it is. She's saying, help me. Grab my hand. Yeah. This is the pivotal scene. You think she's a gymnast? <laughs> How does she hold herself? Look, she's just casually reaching yeah. for him. Now here... Oh, there she goes. Okay, now there she goes. <laughs> now, right, Tom Stewart did have plenty of time to reach out and lend a hand. Did he? You I, think he did? Oh, yeah. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. I think he did. It, it was <laughs> that was a long four and a half seconds. Yeah. So he, he's just kind of standing there, like looking down at her. She <laughs> fell, by the way, Hans Gruber style. Hans down, Gruber style. Yeah, right. Right, right into the night. Yeah. Well, I mean, his, you know, he, he, I think he looks at it as he's getting rid of a problem, and now he exactly. can turn his attentions to the woman that he wants to marry. But, and it was set up. Sorry, John, just, but it was set up because earlier in the scene, she had. By the way, spoiler alert. Go back and watch the whole movie. <laughs> this is commentary. Actually, it's available on YouTube, and right. if you go to Fright Night Tormented, you will actually see the movie that we're talking about. That's right. What was that, Dave? You were saying something? I was saying it was set up earlier with commentary by John O'Neill. My name is John O'Neill. And the <laughs> the the thing that they, they stuck in there was the woman said, um, please take me back, Tom. Um, please, no one, no one else needs to know. No one even knows I'm on this island. Right. Yeah. Remember, she says right. no. So, in other words, he's thinking when she falls, no one's going to know that <laughs> yeah. that I sort of killed her. And yeah. technically, he didn't push her. Technically, no. Right. Yeah. You know what stood out to me? D- didn't she say the line, "I still have your letters"? Right. Right. Which is the equivalent of today, which is I still have your naked texts. Yeah, yeah. it's right. Yeah. 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 So he had to get rid of her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's something that they don't really go into detail. And her, she's blackmailing him with these letters, but there's no, you know, written transcription. You don't hear her right. reading lines from it, but you just got to imagine. Yeah, that's right. Dirty, dirty. damning dirty. letters. <laughs> yeah, damning yeah. letters. That's going to affect his relationship with his bride to be. John, can I ask one quick question? Mikey, one yes. quick question. Did that? Did this remind you of a scene in Breaking Bad? A famous scene in Breaking Bad. <laughs> when he let her drop. Uh, when he let yeah. her drop. Yes, yes. When he let the girl OD. Yes, uh, exactly. Walter lets Jane die. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert for anyone who's seen Breaking Bad. Wait a minute. No, oh. Not having seen that show, so this gentleman could have helped this person. That yeah, was yeah, Walter White is the the uh, scientist, not scientist, chemistry teacher turned meth meth dealer, but also. Um, yeah, he had this tumultuous relationship with his buddy Jesse, the younger guy, and the younger guy falls in love with this girl. She's she's in the process of ODing, and Walter can save her and sees her choking on her own vomit. You can't, but you can't really dust for vomit, so yeah, he right. knew he was going to get away with it. So he just let her die. He just let her die. And Jesse slept through the whole thing. Boy, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. there is a correlation between that and tormented. Yes. <laughs> Tom Stewart 
is the gentleman that's it's a that's about to get married and Vi is the girlfriend from hell that is trying to break up the marriage. In the movie, Tom Stewart is a jazz musician, a struggling jazz musician, which I that's probably an oxymoron, but he's a struggling jazz musician. And what I what I thought one of the funny lines in the movie was the woman that he wants to marry, her parents are with good, good reason they're skeptical about Tom Stewart you know he, sure he, he listens to um, uh, he's, he's, a, he's really into jazz and he's a jazz musician and he's going to think he can make a living and so at one point the, the dad says you know it's bad enough to accept a musician in this family but a jazz musician is asking too damn much whoa so that's I think things have changed guys I think we've come a long way since 1960 we've accepted because, jazz yeah I would definitely accept society. I think a jazz musician is a relatively cool occupation now but back then yes. I guess not, not not so much it reminds me when, and this is actually Tom Stewart at the piano <laughs> right now it's pretty good it reminds me of when um, Veronica Corningstone put down Ron Burgundy by saying jazz flutist for little wussy babies or something whatever she said. <laughs> jazz flute Jazz flute. Jazz flute. The um, character of Tom Stewart is played by one of my favorite boom movie. Boom movie. (laughs) Well, he is a boom movie actor because he's been a lot of. He's a B movie actor. His name is Richard Carlson, and he appeared in a number of movies in the horror movies in the fifties, including some of my favorites. It came from outer space, which actually was in three D, and the classic, The Creature from the Black Lagoon. But by this point guys in his career he was doing more television less film his last movie role was in 1969 and again it all comes down to this what is the relationship between fright night and elvis presley well the last movie that richard carlson appeared in he played a catholic bishop opposite elvis in elvis's film change of habit to his credit not many actors can claim to have worked with such legends as elvis presley the Creature from the Black Lagoon, and Abbott Costello, which is what wow. Richard Carlson, yeah. Richard Carlson also appeared in Hold That Ghost. So he worked with some of the giants in our industry. Gotcha. Singing Elvis. <laughs> Do you think he had a little conversation with the I actor? think he had a little conversation. Or did he have a little Richard? less conversation? A little less conversation. <laughs> a little more hanky-panky. Right. You know, we, when, we, when we round out the cast... Uh, Lugene Sanders plays Meg Hubbard, which is the young lady that will be the bride-to-be if all goes well for Tom Stewart. This was actually her uh, first, and I'm probably comfortable to say one of her last roles in motion pictures. Um, that's sort of a common theme in this particular film, where most of these characters didn't really go, go that far. Julie Redding, who plays Vi, uh, the girlfriend from Hell, she was more of a model, not so much an actress. Uh, someone described her as a poor man's Jane Mansfield mm-hmm. and Tormented. Was meaning, her... meaning smaller boobs. Correct, yeah, yeah. 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 And Correct. Tormented was probably, um, was her only starring feature. But the the gem, the... Crown jewel. Crown jewel of the movie, the person that, that probably one of the most interesting folks to come out of Tormented was the actor Joe Turkle, and he plays, in Tormented, he plays Nick the Ferryman. He would later go on to play Lloyd the Bartender with Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Ooh, classic. But also, you guys may remember, 
He also played Dr. Eldon Tyrell in a little film called Blade Runner. That's another one of my trivia questions. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) He's great. Well, you got it right. So that is, that wraps up our stellar cast. You know what? That that scene that scene from The Shining is not. I mean, it's not just that he was in The Shining; is that that scene? I I get chills just thinking about that bartender, right? Because it, like he's sitting there, he's like, "There's something about you, Lloyd, right? <laughs> yeah. Lloyd, I know Lloyd. you. You're the one that cut up his kid. What was it? Like he cut you cut up the kids? Well, no, no. It's he. It's, it's not. not the, it's not the bartender. He talks about. Oh, it's, it's the guy in the yeah, bathroom. It's the guy he runs into into. In All right. Ball. Well, nevertheless, the bartender was super creepy too. Right, because he has that long shot where he goes yeah. to the bar and no one's there. Yeah, and then yeah. Kubrick does that great shot where he when after he goes, "Hello, Lloyd." Then there's just a shot of the bartender standing there for like three to five <laughs> seconds, not saying a word. And you're like, yeah, that holy at, crap, there's someone else there. That look in his eye, yeah. yeah. so creepy. Hello, Mr. Torrance. And you know what? 20 years separates both these films, and he doesn't look terribly old in no, The Shining, doesn't. and he must have been just a, a young punk in Tormented. And as I looked him up on, uh, what is it, um... IMDb, IMDb yeah. not a lot of stuff in the middle, so I'm not quite sure those uh, missing 20 years. But he doesn't. He does definitely makes a name for himself in The Shining. That's right. One of my favorite scenes from Tormented is the wedding scene, which is really classic B movie cheese, <laughs> and it is the wedding that that is sort of what Tom Stewart has been trying to help you know make happen through the course of the uh, first two-thirds of the movie. And then when it comes to the big day, the spirit of his ex-girlfriend makes her way into the church, kills the plants, puts out the candles, and basically goes through the Bible that the uh, priest that is celebrating the Mass is about to uh, go over and, and sort of bless this marriage. And it, the page ends up turning right to last rites, which is something you would read when somebody is about to perish. So it's actually very, very cool, very, very, very 60s-ish, and very cheesy. Well, that's what Fright Night is all about. That's what Fright Night is all about. Cheesy dialogue. Mike, the more cheese, the better. That's the way I look at what we do here. The crackers. That's right. (laughs) The more cheese, the better. (laughs) And... I think the other standout scene in the movie is where Vi makes an appearance ah. in Tom Stewart's room as a disembodied head. And again, <laughs> now this is 1960, so the disembodied head doesn't look like like it would look on, on a giant screen today. It it really looks like the head of a uh, of a mannequin and sort of a cut off head and it's um it's starts an, talking, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Here she comes. Hold on. Looking at the head is smiling at him. <laughs> He's got his head in his hand. Her hair is and perfect, the only way too. You could correct it was for me to die, wasn't it? It's not my fault you're dead. <laughs> I couldn't have saved you. Couldn't you? Couldn't you? Maybe you can make yourself believe that, but not me. I was there. Disembodied's well, head's always talking yeah, but, echoes, by the way. That's right. What's, but, but what's, what's, what's funny about the scene is he doesn't seem that he's that 
upset about the fact that there's a head in his room. <laughs> it's more right. or less the conversation than the fact that she won't leave him alone. Right. She just won't shut I know, up. I know. It's just like another woman. There's this, this disembodied floating head, which at first looks like an apparition, but later right. in the scene, he picks it up like a bowling yeah. ball. <laughs> so crazy. He does, and he wraps it in a bag, it's and he great. runs out. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the interesting things about these B-movies when we watch them is I've seen this movie half a dozen times, but with each viewing, you pick up on little things that you miss the last screening. And one of them was interesting that you picked up on, Michael. What was that about the seagull near the lighthouse? <laughs> what is it, at 11, around 11.40 uh, of, of, of your video? Well, this right. is John's version of the video, yes. so yeah, about 10 minutes in or so, yeah. I say we just roll it, and he's watching the uh, Okay, so you narrate. So he, he's, he's, okay. just, he's just... Um, seen his ex-girlfriend fall to her death and then the next morning goes and he he has this vision where he correct takes, takes he, her out of the surf but actually it wasn't her. right he returns to the scene of the crime right finds what looks like his girlfriend in the water dead and when he puts her on the sand at the beach she turns into what mike said a chia pet she turns into seaweed <laughs> And it's like an apparition, correct? And now correct. he's still shaken, and he's just walking back to the top of the lighthouse, the scene of the the crime. So and and so here we go. So he's still despondent. He's looking down as if he wants to learn something. He's holding holding her. He's holding her locket. Right, her locket in his hand. This he's, is funny. He, he's looking at he's he's bending the railing back that she fell through. Correct. Trying to correct to the, sort of correct any evidence right, that may right. be there that. And this is great. And the railing just goes right back in the broken. And floor. then the railing <laughs> falls back to the way it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> so she I, came out here of her own accord. She leaned against the railing. She fell. <laughs> Wasn't my fault if it gave way. Why should I be blamed? I had nothing to do with it. Anyway, nobody ever needs to know. Nobody will even connect me with her. He's not talking out loud. They? This is inner monologue. Except for this watch of hers. And he chucks it into right, the water. Right. That's the end of you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what we're giggling at is a seagull is flying by, and there's obviously, in post, they recorded the sound of a seagull, but we could tell it was definitely a person making the... Ha ha ha! Sound. They couldn't even afford a, a sea, real seagull sound effect. Um, here it comes again. And, and with three repeat, more seconds repeat viewings, you get to appreciate. All right. Sorry. The we'll true get... sound of a seagull. Uh, production value of uh, tormented. Okay. So there he chucks, right, chucks a locket by. Here comes the seagull. Cue the seagull. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why, that's what Fright Night is all about. We bring you those little tidbits, things that you may have missed when you've watched the movie. Doesn't get any better than that, folks. You know what? I think this would probably be a good time, Dave, to mm -hmm. take a break and a break. maybe come back with um, with some trivia questions and some yeah. more tidbits on the film Tormented from 1960. Alexa, what time is it? It's time for Margie Plaprude Saves the World. When the roof's on fire, the country's in turmoil, and it seems like everything's going Who are you going to call? Your favorite bleeding heart is back. Margie Claproot is here to save the world. Margie Claproot here. We are going to save the world. I've never done a podcast, and here I am doing a podcast, and I'm ticked off. I bet you are, too. New episodes of Margie Claproot Saves the World every Monday on pod617.com. 
the Boston Podcast Network. What up, gangsters? From Pod617.com, it's Shawshanked, the podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Buck. Nick Stevens. You want to talk to God? Let's go see him together. Matty Blake. Come on, do it. Kill me. It's Georgie Kip. This movie has everything. Kiss masks. Lee Trevino. Shawshanked. Movies that you get Shawshanked by. Shawshanked. I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshanked. Make sure to check for new episodes of Shawshanked regularly at Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. In Pod, we trust. I told you, Tom, no one will ever have you but me. Stop it, Brian. Try and Tom Stewart killed me. 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 Welcome back to Fright Night. My name is John O'Neill. Tonight's feature is Tormented from 1960, the classic B-movie starring Richard Carlson from Creature from the Black Lagoon fame. Oh. But it isn't a Fright Night program unless we have some spooky Fright Night trivia. Mm-hmm. So I turn the festivities over to Mr. Trivia. David, yes. Thank you. No, hey. really. Hold your applause. Hey. Hold your applause. Everybody, let them know. Let them know. Way too much applause. <laughs> All right. Um, well, here, here now, Burt Gordon, affectionately known in the industry as Mr. Big, as you already pointed out, John, Burt I. Gordon, um, made a lot of colorful horror films. And so here's, here's what the challenge is. Um, so I'm going to read three. This is a three-by-three three trivia Quest for you and Mikey. I'm going to read titles of three movies, and uh, there are three questions. So, in other words, three by three. So, I'm going to read three movie titles. Two of them were indeed written and directed by Burt Gordon, and one of them is completely made up. I was told there'd be no math involved. Oh, that's (laughs) okay. All right. right. So, uh, here we go. Question um, number one. Here are the three movies. Mark of the Beast, Empire of the Ants, Burned at the Stake. Let me repeat that. Mark of the Beast, Empire of the Ants, Burned at the Stake. Two of them actual Burt Gordon movies. One of them, a phony. Okay. Um, Who would like to go first? John, you'd like to go first? Okay. I believe Empire of the Ants was a Mr. Big film. And I believe... We got Mark of the. You, therefore, you've narrowed it down to Mark of the Beast or Burned at the Stake as the And phony I believe ones. Mark of the Beast was also a Mr. Big movie. Okay, so you're going to go with Burned at the Stake is the phony one. Correct. Okay, Mikey. Uh, obviously, guess. Empire of the Ants is fake. Empire of the Ants is fake. Okay. Um, both of you are wrong. <laughs> so, Empire of the Ants. Yes, you were correct on that, uh, John. As um, Mikey thought that was a phony baloney one. Right, uh, Empire of the Ants. Correct. Burned at the Stake. Also a uh, Burt Gordon uh, film. Wow. Mark of the Beast. I made up. <laughs> uh, that should be a movie, right. though. I like that. Stumped you both on that. Okay. Um, question number two. Here's oh. Here are the three. Here are the three movies: Picture Mommy Dead, The Mad Bomber, 
Blood Circle Army. Okay? Oh, so, wow. picture, so wait a minute. Picture two out of mommy, three of these are legit? Mo- two out of three are legit, right? That's why. These are great. Picture mommy dead. <laughs> I can't read that without laughing. And I'm not going to tell you whether it's fake or not. Okay. Picture mommy dead, the Mad Bomber, or Blood Circle Army. Um, let's let Mikey go first this time. The Mad Bomber is fake. Mad Bomber's fake. Okay. Picture, I'm, one okay. more time. Yeah. Picture, so, picture mommy dead, the Mad Bomber, Blood Circle Army. <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm thinking Blood Circle Army is phony. That one's phony? Okay. You say Blood Circle Army. Um, Mikey says uh, the Mad Bomber. John O'Neill. Correct. He correctly spots. Way to go. Blood Circle Army is one I made up. I don't even know what it means. But But Michael, Mad Bomber would not fly today. That wouldn't fly today at all. Well, I I think you picked Mad Bomber because it sounded like a red herring. Like I made it up like a normal one. Yeah. So, um, but Picture Mommy Dead, that reminds me of... (laughs) Picture Mommy Dead. Do you remember the movie, who can name the movie starring uh, Brian Brown as a movie special effects? uh, Blow Up? Blow Up? No. No, no. Blow Out. Do you remember it, Mikey? No. It was called FX. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. And... In the in the in the Brian Brown, who who was better known as as the older bartender mentor in From cocktail, cocktail right. right? Yeah, yeah. He he is one of these guys, uh, a movie version of Rick Baker, the famous um, you know, uh, oh, the makeup right. guy, the makeup guy. Yeah, but they hire him to stage a phony murder where he goes in and shoots a guy, um, and it's supposed to fake this guy's death. It turns out that the premise of the movie is. They've set him up, and um, it's a real murder. So he really kills him. But in the, in one of the pivotal scenes, he's he's screaming to his assistant. Do you remember what we did in the movie? You know, blood over the ocean, or so. And then at one point, he, there's a bunch. He's got a bunch of mannequins in the back of his van. He's trying to tell his assistant to throw the mannequins out. He goes, "Do you remember what we did?" And I just remember Mama. Hey, was picture that a good, Mommy Dead? Was yeah, that a good movie? Dead, right. FX? Was that yeah, a good, I, I enjoyed yeah. it at the time. That was like, an 80s movie, Yeah, right? yeah. it was kind of cheesy. Okay, yeah. I, I think you would actually like it, but not really a horror movie, but sort of a salute to horror movies. Yeah. Okay, wow. the final uh, question. So, Mikey, you still have a chance to catch John. John leads. You know what? I think. like this game. We should yeah. do more of this game. because I'm surprised. Those names you made up, that was... Those they are pretty also, good. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's 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 not it's it's kind of easy to th- the the real ones sound more made up. So that's what makes fun. Okay, here we go. Um, War of the Colossal Beast, Battle of the Creatures, or Attack of the Puppet People. War of the Colossal Beast, Battle of the Creatures, Attack of the Puppet People. John, you want to go? I'm gonna wager all my funds on yeah. this one. The second one, Battle of the Creature, I believe, is the phony one. That's phony? Yeah. Okay. Mikey? What were the other two? War of the Colossal Beast, Battle of the Creatures, Attack of the Puppet People. The Colossal Beast is obviously fake. Okay. (laughs) John O'Neill, you are a winner. You're right. Uh, Mike, the War of the Colossal Beast was the sequel to The Amazing Colossal Man. Right. Glenn Manning was the amazing Colossal Man. Right. That's that's so right. right. Also, listen to the Flower People was real. Also, Mike, uh, that was real. listen to what the Flower People I said. I got that one. Oh, so, an Attack of the Puppet yeah. People. I thought you would That was a real one. Oh, my god. That's goodness. a real one, yeah. That was a real one. He shrunk all these people down to the size of G.I. Joes, and he put them in these little canisters, and he, he treated them like his toys, and then they finally got angry and tried to escape. Really? So was the movie, yeah. Sounds like a And Michael Katz. Sounds what? like a remake of... No, it sounds like someone should do the remake. Yeah. 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 
they were they, they were they were the puppet people. they were tormented by a giant cat. Oh, love it, scenes. of course. Yeah, yeah. like you yeah. do. Yeah. Who cries for the puppet people? You know, uh, exactly. <laughs> you know the Me the Too movement for puppet people. Puppet people, they get put down. You know. So you are listening to Fright Night on the Boston Podcast Network. My name is John O'Neill, David Yass, Mikey O. Tonight's feature is Tormented from 1960, starring Richard Carlson. And I think we have pretty much covered everything. I always encourage our podcast listeners to dig deeper into the film, to go to YouTube. Check out my YouTube channel, which is Fright Night, and you will see all the films that we discuss here on the Fright Night podcast. Mm -hmm. And John, may I remind you, and our listeners, that you can, of course, find all episodes of Fright Night on pod617.com. You mentioned that. But also Fright Night now live and spooky on iTunes. So please go to Ooh. go to iTunes, search for Fright Night, subscribe to Fright Night on iTunes, get all the episodes, and leave us some nice comments or something spooky, something like that. <laughs> Thank you, Vincent Press. And that is quite impressive since we've made it to iTunes in only four programs. So I think that says a lot about the power of podcasting. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Steve Jobs. My, my oh. uh, adapter doesn't work on my phone. The stupid new iPhone with the headphones. Uh, it's a whole other podcast. Dave, anyway. you have Blasphemy. been tormented. I've been tormented. It all Blasphemy. comes full circle. Well, I got to tell you guys, tormented has been our feature. They don't make them like that anymore. So I hope you enjoyed Fright Night. If you did, please tell your friends. And if you didn't, well, let's just keep it our little secret, Screw shall we? Screw you if you don't like it. Till we meet again, good night, sleep tight, and you should probably keep that nightlight on. I'm making fun of myself. Hey, wait a minute. That's not proper. Playing with myself. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, that's scary.